0: Hello and welcome to the 166th edition of the Guna Podcast. This is your host Kevin Witcher, and we are recording this on the Tuesday evening after Arsenal's final match of the season the away victory at Huddersfield, and also the night before the Europa League final in Lyon. We had hoped to postpone the recording of this podcast by a week, but it was not to be. I'll start with the t- traditional panel introductions, and in the light of developments since our last podcast, recorded on the 17th of April, two days after a disappointing defeat away to Newcastle, I've invited these three guests for their own unique perspectives. First up, he was the editor of the Guna back in 1996 when Arsene Wenger became the Arsenal manager. <laughs> And although he added over the reins to yours truly in 2000, he contributed to the fanzine throughout the duration of Arsenal's tenure, so he was well-placed to give one supporter's view on the last 22 years. So very good evening to the founder of the fanzine that gives this podcast its name, Mr Mike Francis.
1: That makes me feel old, thanks. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks,
0: yes. Next, a board member of the Arsenal Supporters Trust, who will hopefully shed some light onto matters behind the scenes amongst the decision-makers of the club in what will be a momentous shift for everybody connected with Arsenal. It's a warm welcome to Mr Tim Payton. Hello. And last but not least, he has been reporting on Arsenal in recent seasons for the Islington Gazette, attending most, if not all, of Arsene Wenger's press conferences. So with perhaps a different perspective on the man at the centre of the recent storm, it's good to say hello again to Mr Laith Youssef. Hi, Kev. So, gentlemen, I mean, obviously events have been dominated by one man recently um, it does seem like a lot of the podcasts centre around this guy that won't continue for too much longer but we've got to cover the ground uh, Arsene Wenger is no longer Arsenal manager um, Leif what were those final press conferences like once the decision had been made
2: yeah yeah, they were quite um, quite emotional really um, as I always say, you know, it feels like you had to preface everything you ever wrote about or spoke about of Arsenal over the last few years with, he did really well in his first 10 years, but it's time to go, blah, blah, blah. But once the decision had been made, it was it was actually quite nice just to sort of sit there and watch this really dignified man, knowing he's going to leave, um, talk about the good times as much as the sort of, you know, he didn't want to talk about the bad times really. But um, it was it was quite emotional. He, obviously, on the, on the Friday, I think it was Friday the 20th of April, when when the news broke, um, I was really looking forward to a really quiet day after a really really (laughs) busy week again, and um, just came through basically, and um, and, and couldn't believe it to start with. It was one of the most hectic days of my professional life, and um, we put about 15 stories, and then raced down to the Emirates to sort of um, be at Gazidis's press conference as well. Um, Was that the Emirates? Yeah, 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 five o'clock that evening. Um, It was just one of the most incredible days ever, sort of covering it as a journalist, one of the most memorable as well. and then he gave. I'm just trying to think. The West Ham game on the Sunday was it the Sunday the twenty first, um, twenty second, twenty second. Sorry, yeah. He um, he obviously he gave a, a press conference afterwards. That was that was a bit strange. But it was the Coley ones that were quite um, quite so moving. Really, um, the one last Thursday. That was the one. Really, obviously Burnley. He um, he got a round of applause from hard bitten journalists. Obviously John Cross, former Gazette man. Um, you know, got him a really expensive bottle of wine. Arsene Ranger gave a really, really dignified um, speech. He gave a lot of dignified answers, but he gave a really dignified speech, just to purely in terms of journalists. And he just said, "You know, you've got a really hard job to do. Good luck for the future, and, and things like that." And it was, it was, it was really appreciated. Um, and then, obviously, on the Thursday, he was he was in quite impish mood. He was sort of answering stuff. Um, sort of talking about Harry Kane as well and Highbury and it was just really nice to see and then he obviously he just went around shaking everyone's hand yeah. and and it, 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 whatever you say about him he's a really really dignified bloke and I didn't feel sad because he was going I felt sad because he's got to this position because he should have walked out in a blaze of glory but what always gets me and even on so Huddersfield did it absolutely brilliantly on Sunday they were absolutely amazing can't pay enough credit along with the Arsenal fans as well obviously but um, afterwards even then Wenger was like oh you know we're only three players away from sort of changing the league well <laughs> whose fault is that seriously and it was just yeah, he, he, he's very dignified he'd always give an articulate honest answer but he does distance himself from the problem sometimes and the problem was the fact Arsenal simply weren't good enough under his reign over the last few years, but it's purely in terms of saying goodbye. It was done properly with Arsenal. It was done with class with with Huddersfield as well. Goodbye, Arsenal. Mercy, Arsenal. Thanks for the memories and time to move on, basically.
0: And yet, Arson has said that he didn't agree with the timing of the announcements. I mean, it depends well, who, who saw well. you
2: because I broke an exclusive on that. And, no, but he
0: said and it I've in got a press
2: got, conference. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I've got an inside source on that, and I I did a story that got picked up by a few people as well. Um, basically, he was told on on the Thursday that he wasn't going to be retained at the end of the season. Mm. So he basically said, first, to be, all credit to him, he said, he's calling my source, and I, I completely, completely agree with them and, and believe them. He basically said, first thing he said was, I want my, my staff to be paid off. Mm. I want them all to be compensated, blah, blah, blah. Obviously, he talks about his own money as well, but that was secondary. Um, and then he basically said, right, I'm going to you know, go home, whatever, slept on it. Obviously changed his mind and told the staff first thing Friday morning. And then it broke. That was the reason because he said to do the, the press conference at 5 o'clock on the Friday. It was a strange... Was, I, I was like, what's going on? So hang sure. on, hang on.
0: It was Arsenal's decision to make the announcement on the Friday. Yes. Yeah, he
2: forced their hand, basically.
0: Even though later he said, it wasn't my decision... It wasn't his decision to leave the club. So basically, that the club painted that as it wasn't his decision to, on the timing of the announcement?
2: The club told him, behind the scenes, on that Thursday night, it was time oh, for him to go in the summer. So they, they were obviously going to do a mutual thing in the summer, like literally So do, do
0: you think the club would have held the announcement until the season was over? Oh
2: yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And Wenger okay. forced around on okay. a Friday morning and basically said, look, I'm going to tell my staff, it's up to you what you do. Yes. And then Gazidis had to hastily do the press conference at 5.00. I, I almost agree with all of that. I've just heard one slight
3: difference. And I would give the club credit for this. They did sack him. He was sacked on that Thursday. But I think they wanted the news out there because they correctly judged that he would get a great farewell and it would be a real shame if those games didn't why happen. Why did have and they, press conference oh, on a Friday Gizidis and they did, not answer any questions? Because, because Gazzidis wanted to... Gazzidis has spent ten years... Being the little shit in the corner told what to do by Arson and couldn't so resist. To claim the couldn't resist an opportunity to claim the spotlight and show I'm in charge. This is a man who got interviewed by Arson Wenger when he arrived at his club. That was, I mean, I work in you know in, in public relations in my day job. You never put someone up for a press conference if they haven't got a line to say, because it makes you look silly. He didn't have a line to say. It was purely about saying, Look at me, everybody, I've won finally, look at me. And I, mean, that was the on that that was the only thing in the process I, think that, I thought that was a bit shameless he didn't need yeah. he didn't need to do that but what I'm really pleased about is it's worked out like a lot of people have been saying for a long time that once Wenger knew it's like the weight of the world has yeah. been lifted off his shoulder Absolutely. and he would really have regretted if he'd have clung on and they'd have to sack him mm. in a board meeting probably taking place this Thursday that last Home game would have had thirty thousand at it, you know. And by the time the lap of appreciation came round, even the players' families would have gone home. You know, no one would have, no one would have been there. But instead, and you can see, he's really enjoyed it. I think he's relaxed. Yeah. He, it's kind of because it hasn't been about the result now. It's been about twenty years, home and away. The the, the thing with Ferguson, uh, and I think it's been wonderful. And I think there's been this amazing buzz amongst Arsenal fans because I think it's a, it's so many emotions mixed up. It is mercy arson it is thank you it's also relief oh my god you finally got your like claws out of that club and it's a bit of excitement because i'm sure once we have got these questions out the way now everyone's like who's the new manager going to be what's going to happen it's like a shot of adrenaline has gone into the club so i you know and it's given us what two or three weeks in, that would have been the worst season probably ever mm-hmm. but actually has given us all memories I think that we'll have yeah, for as long yeah. as being Arsenal fans
1: point. I think what Tim said as well like, you know, the, the weight lifting off his shoulders almost I think, you know, he, we, we've said on this podcast time and time again he doesn't look well. He was getting, he was looking old, and suddenly like, like ten years had gone off his face. Yeah. He enjoyed it, yeah. And and you know the the, the bit at Huddersfield where we came, which I mean I only saw on TV. So I mean you might have seen seen more those where he came out at the beginning, yeah. And he waited until Huddersfield had done their lap of honour and then went went to the fans, and you just go, yeah. Where's that been? Yeah. You know, if yeah. you'd have engaged with the fans a bit more like that over the last ten years, perhaps, you know. Who knows? Well, I'm not saying things would have been different, yeah. but I think I think there would have been a lot of better feeling for him over the last ten years. Yeah, but, he, he didn't like, I'm the I'm just Yeah, I'm just pleased yeah. that to see that he he just looks so much better, <laughs> and he, and and that he's he's giving as you say he's been given the send off. He, you know, we all wanted to give him. Well, only time I've lost five, ten <laughs> years, depending on who you are. But, but certainly, you know, you know, we've 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 shared this some good memories, and you know, let's not forget that.
0: Absolutely. All right. Well, I've I've got to start. I've got a lot of um, questions from our listeners uh, through Twitter and uh, email. I'll start off with one from Steve Pye, who, who is a contributor to the, the Um He tweets: Arson always said he wanted to leave the club in a better state than he found it." Financially, he's achieved this. But the new manager will have a big task ahead to rebuild, especially defensively. So do you think Arsene achieved his goal in terms of the playing staff? Now, when obviously he took over, he had a team that more or less the same players went on to win the double in 97-98. He's left um, a team which finished six. Um... On the playing side, has it gone backwards?
1: Yes. I mean, he, you know, the, the, the team he took over, you had you had the defence who weren't, who actually in that last year under, or that year under Rio weren't fantastic, certainly weren't the defence that we've seen under George. But everything from that point forward was fairly mediocre. You had you had from right up front, but the midfield was, was I'm not sure, I could be able to name most of the midfield from that, that sort of year. Or wouldn't want to well
0: hang on hang on I've got to I've got to come in here you had David Platt
1: and you had Paul Merson so are you talking 94, 95, 95 96 I mean we weren't performing I mean you know no, didn't compared people. to what we then what we then got yeah but then we, we kind of feel like we're back to that now in terms of that sort of we've got half a team it's just the other half of the team now that we've got yeah. we haven't got a defence we haven't got a goalkeeper we saw sort of, those are the positions we need. We've got a midfield that's okay; it ticks over. None of them are like exceptional. Up front, bloody hell, we've got some good players up front. Um, so I, I can't, I can't feel that we've gone forward. But then, you know, we're comparing different eras or different generations, Christ, aren't we? You know, I mean, the whole the game, the game has changed. changed so
3: much. It's almost. Impossible to compare. You is know, it the, a better the, team? The ownership structure. Purely in footballing terms, he leaves a team in sixth place and he inherited a team in fifth. I guess if you look at it <laughs> yep. like that, I really do think the last two or three years have done a lot of damage. That is a very lopsided squad in terms of personnel. It's got an extraordinary wage bill of probably at about two thirty million at the moment, which you think, wow, what are they getting paid that much for? And I think there is a big job to be done. The interesting thing is, two good signings, a bit of luck with some early results, and Arsenal could fire forward. I mean, there's an awful lot of potential there, but you know, not get it right in the transfer market now and have a new manager that fails to settle. And this could be a really difficult period for Arsenal because of what they're inheriting. It's quite possible to see another couple of years a coming sixth or seventh if things aren't got right. And I think given where the club have been you have to say that Arsene Wenger doesn't leave it in a particularly healthy state
2: well I remember um, that last game of that 95-96 season when we beat Bolton to qualify for Europe and it was just like joyous it was one of the most joyous games ever those two late goals to sort of get us into Europe and I think our expectations obviously have been set for the last 22 years but we had um, Bruce Real that season we're talking about the end of an era from George Graham so there was A manager in between so when Wenger leaves now obviously the next manager will struggle just like Rio struggled a little bit and it might be that the next but one manager is the one that's going to take us somewhere but also people on the the flip side people say to us well be careful what you wish for but I'm not being funny but Arsenal will never get relegated the revenue streams are too big to buy in well, well, players well. in January if we're struggling. It's not even going to be a replication of the mid 70s when well, guess, we sort of finished 16, I, I, 17. I agree more. Yeah. Agree more. Yeah. Getting,
3: yeah. getting relegated now for Arsenal is not making the Europa League. Yeah, yeah. It's having the amount of money yeah. in the game and uh, the way there's that kind of big six yeah. now, but six or seventh is the equivalent of relegation virtually 20 yeah. years ago, isn't it? Yeah. The game's changed. Uh, you know, uh, you absolutely. or I could manage to six or seventh <laughs> special. No, we really
2: could. Look <laughs> you know, at that budget and that wage bill. Well, yeah, I mean, that, that's the thing. So, that, what I was saying was like, yeah, for the next well, the time. season. Yeah, When have yeah. you been in the
3: season?
2: I wait by the phone, but it never <laughs> rings. <laughs> so it's like you know, seventh position, like in the, the mid seventies. That's not going to happen either. So when people say, "What, well, yeah, you know, what's the worst that could happen?" We're, we're not in the Champions League. We're not in the top four this season. We're not in the Champions League next season. We're going to. We've finished sixth. It's like, well, how far are we going to fall from grace? We're tenth, twelfth, fourteenth. It's like, what's the worst that could happen? We're almost in the worst scenario for Arsenal at the moment. So. I feel. I feel for the next manager coming in. It might be the next, but one manager that's going to take us back to glory. But but no one's got a divine rights to win. Although
3: the, the counter to that is, you could say it's it's an easier arrival for a new manager because it can't get much worse. Yeah, yeah. fair point. But you're you like P- P- talking about
2: protest against it's it's a, 30, a, it's it. It's not it, even it would, been a point. Well, well, I, well, no, I know there's only madness and so
3: But you know, replacing Fergie, who left after a title. You know, yeah. I, mean, I, I, I mean, I'm probably, you know,
2: Mois was, was probably,
3: probably skipping forward on the script, but I think ev- everyone would be realistic and say that you know, if a new manager could come in and and, and grab that fourth place spot and yeah. get Champions League, that would be seen as a really yeah. strong start, yeah. and everyone would be delighted. Yeah. So, relatively speaking, it's not. It's not that big an ask for the new manager. Yeah. And,
2: and like you say, just, just improve the defence. We've got a defence that can defend against big teams. Like you said, we'll get a decent code kick we're in. Because going forward, we're, we've got a lot of attacking options.
0: So, yeah. Alright, well let's, um, let's go to one from uh, a tweet from Fish Pie Guna. Um Arsenal became the primary source of discord between Arsenal fans. His departure gives us all an opportunity for reconciliation. But is there a risk that bloggers and social media fan forums will encourage more debate when what the club needs from us is faith and support? Lines have been drawn, I think it's fair to say, between Arsenal fans. They are a divided nation. Will Let's just, just say Arteta's the next manager for the sake of argument, just, just to sort of play around with the idea of what might happen. Is that going to... I mean, what, are the AKBs going to go with Arteta? <laughs> are the WOBs going to go
1: against him? How's it going to play out? It's going to be interesting. I mean, I, th- I think I think that, that would be my probably my greatest wish is that everyone just comes back together because it's been horrible. Mm. I mean, you know, we've all been at games and yeah. it's been absolutely horrible yeah. at times the last few years. And, and you know, I, I, I'm i on Twitter and I look at it and, God, you know, some of, some of it's really depressing. Mm. You know, I mean, Arteta's... Who, I'd love to know, if we, if we could wind back the clock 22 years and we had all the social media that we had now, what the reaction would have been when we appointed Wenger. Yeah, because everyone yeah. would have been going ballistic. Yeah. You know, or yeah. we, can have, we can have Cruyff, or we can have this complete <laughs> unknown from, from Japan. I mean, Christ, or even George from Millwall. Exactly, I mean, you know, and I think that point's been made on Twitter yeah, quite a lot. You, know, you, you look at Arsenal's appointments over the years... We've rarely gone for the big name, have we? So, you know, maybe Arteta is rightly the favourite. But, yeah, just come together. You know, a lot of us have wished for this. And, you know, a lot of us have said anyone but Wenger, which, you know, that that might have been a bit overstating it. But, you know, people have said that. So let's give whoever it is an opportunity. And, you know, come together, support the team. And let's make it an enjoyable place to go and watch football again, rather than the, what it's been like over the last few years.
3: First of all, I mean, I, I don't really like the premise of the question in the sense that we should all be like North Korean nodding dogs. I mean, part of part of football though is debate, isn't it? I mean, I think this, you know, what's the point in turning up at football if you don't think you know the best eleven and you don't think you know how the team should play? That that that's what it's about, and it's always been there. It's just, but now there is this megaphone called social media. Of course it was there. I mean, people think this is bad. I just about remember, you know, when I was a little kid... ...but them piling off the North Bank to go after Terry Neal... ...in a Road and protest. The idea that this has only been about Wenger is a bit indulgent. But what there has been is he has become an incredible... ...like, because he's been there so long... It got much more polarised, if you like, around him. Whereas the normal scenario, I think, is when results aren't good, people turn on the board and the owner. So I don't think that I don't think our, any new manager who comes in won't get a love like figure because that takes years to accrue. But equally, I don't think they'll get. The hate. People got the hate in the same way because in many ways it was almost like the love created the hate and then it became so entrenched and then he was clearly there beyond his sell-by date. Well, certainly maybe in my view because of what oh, he'd done early on. So I think that if things get... Messi I mean obviously, all of this is about results everyone going on about what they think about Arteta he wins the first four games and he'll be God he, he loses the first four games and people will be, you know God knows where we will be but I think the difference will be that if it doesn't go well you even kind of saw it in a way the banner at the last game saying Cronky you're next but I think it will go at Gazidis and Cronky if you know the, the next level of discontent I'm
2: sure will be at, at, at that level that's a good point yeah uh, I, I think you're both right but um I mean, we like we all did it. You'd go up to like I don't know, Middlesbrough away, and you'd be like meeting Arsenal fans on the train or in the pubs near the station. You'd be all in it together. You'd all be like, "I was going the other day? You know, where, where are we going? What, what's the team? There was absolute one hundred percent unity, and it was brilliant. I'm getting goosebumps even now thinking about it, those sort of days. If you're talking about social media, I don't think it's the nature of social media. No one's ever going to be united on social media. You're never, ever going to get a response from someone who disagrees with you if you go back and have a conversation with them on social media for them to go, oh, do you know what, you're right. You, you've convinced <laughs> me that I'm, I'm sorry, I don't know what I'm talking about. That will never happen. So social media, by its very nature, is divisive. In the real world, I really, really would like to think first game next season and the whole of next season... Everyone is behind the new manager, whoever he is. And any fan that doesn't get behind the ma- new manager because he doesn't like him or because he's not a big name or anything like that is that, go and watch wrestling or something. Seriously, don't watch the Arsenal because you're not wanted. Get behind the new man. You've wanted a new man in for X amount of years. Get behind him, support him. Debate his football terms. Debate, it's your opinion. Everyone's got an opinion. Nothing's right or wrong in terms of opinion, but get behind him. It's a new start. Let's
0: be excited about this. Right, well, let's say there is a buzz at the start of next season. Is that going to translate into atmosphere at the Emirates? I hope so, yeah.
2: yeah. The atmosphere before the West Ham game, immediately when it started, I think people were a bit confused. They were, you know, what, what do we do here? But the atmosphere before, there was a real buzz. People were, There was an excited chatter. And... Um, the Burnley game was obviously fantastic that was brilliant because it was Wenger's farewell that is what it should be like every game obviously it's an all-city ground it's Arsenal you know, it's almost like you've got to impress us rather than we're going to sing our hearts out but at the same time that is what the club is capable of. the Athletic Madrid game that was brilliant that atmosphere I'm not a big fan of flags and all that but you know, I think it was Red Action who did it and, and fair play to them you know, that that I didn't think it beforehand, but they did really well. And the atmosphere was brilliant. And that's what it should be like for every big game at Arsenal, basically.
1: I think the atmosphere was brilliant in comparison to what we've what we've, well yeah in, in yeah,
2: yeah, the main city game the, the, after the, the they cup final yeah you it's, you know, it, it's, it's still none of those but, but even world, so how many better how many better atmospheres were they than in the athletic cup during the last 12 years year. for me the first 8 minutes of Man United in the Champions League 75 final but there was nothing better there's never going to be a cauldron anymore I'm not saying it's going to be a cauldron but that is the level that we should be at basically and we are
3: a sort of smallish echo chamber that talks to each other including on social media and doing podcasts like this. The vast majority of people who come into an Arsenal game aren't on Twitter, aren't following much of the social media, certainly don't listen to podcasts like this. You know, there's a, there's a smallish community. Why not? They should be. <laughs> but, then, but, then we, but we don't underestimate. And one of the things that Arsenal noticed this year, and probably did for them, it's an awful lot now. That stadium is kind of middle class, become much more general in its fan base, and they stopped coming because just not as much fun as going to National Trust home that weekend or going out for a meal with the family. That's the that's the reality. And even when that ground's full, and yes, it's much much better, and they're one or two games you point to, that is not a raucous cauldron by no, any means. We've got to accept that. that do you that, think Spurs will have a good atmosphere? At. I think that. Um, it's going to be a better stadium, but, but I think the that, atmosphere. No, Do you think the atmosphere? They'll have exactly what we've got. They really? Might, in year one, in year one, because it's new, and if they get some results, it might look quite good. But ultimately, they're going to settle down relatively similar to us. Look at the ticket prices. Look at the profile that will settle down, particularly in year two or three. All, Even at Anfield and Old Trafford yeah, now, exactly. they're, they're getting the same issue. I mean, Anfield on a European night can still get back to what I think of as that is proper. But you talk to the Liverpool fans and against West Brom in a league game that kicks off at... Two o'clock on a Sunday, and they say you can hear a pin drop, and it's not like it was. The modern fan base is changing in its way, it makes noise, and its expectation. It it really is. if mean, so they
2: brought back safe standing, would you think the atmosphere changed? I think it would make a small difference, but it wouldn't, it wouldn't. make a huge really? difference because
3: because you've now changed the nature of the people going well. in and what they expect, and the age as well because of the ticket pricing. So, I think it would need a lot bigger effort than just to do it. I think a little bit of safe standing would help, but. You know, football grounds aren't a cauldron. The biggest challenge Arsenal are going to have—it was there anyway—is empty seats. And what they really need to work hard on—and here is my hobby horse—but home credit, taking tickets off people that only come three or four times out of the twenty-seven. There's a lot like that, you know. Owning them just—how many for a few, would you, save? Did you well, say? Well, there were there were—I know a few years ago there were eight hundred. Season ticket holders who came twice or less. Amazing. Mostly in club level. But if you own a million pound in the city, you buy it and you might go three or four times. It doesn't matter to you. You don't need to pass it on for the money. Mm -hmm. People now, you watch, but everyone says "Oh, a season ticket sale will drop. It won't because people know it's, it's sort of like the modern version of owning a share in the club. It gets you in. I don't want to lose it in case we get good again. But I think one of the dangers they've got is people have got out the habit of coming and even if we do well under the new manager, and by well I think probably means third or fourth, given where our squad is, I think you'll see games down at 45,000 again. And we've got another problem next year, is we get all those graveyard games, the midday, one o'clock Sunday. Mm. That's bloody hard, isn't it? That is the worst time. Even if you do turn up, you don't feel like making much noise. <laughs> you, 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 you really don't. But they des- what we desperately need... Is at least one new marquee signing, although we got some in January, well, yeah. but we need a marquee signing and a new manager that hits the ground with a couple of good wins so that the buzz carries on into September.
2: God, gosh. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think the buzz will carry on longer mm-hmm. than September. Well, no, but you know, look, just, to, yeah, just
3: to kind yeah, of know. almost get it going yeah. and, and keep yeah. it going. If, if a the new manager has got Four points out of nine or five points out of 12. Oh my God, it's but, a slog of a season. But how
2: about he's got four points out of nine because he's playing big teams or better teams. The fence is working, we're attacking well, we're scoring yeah, lots of you goals. Know, Yeah, I, I know. You, know, you know what I mean. You know, you know If the
3: die looks cast a few games in that we're at best scrapping for fourth, fifth, it's
2: going to be a slog. But won't people still be excited the fact it's just not Fenger? Even now you wake up and you think,
1: oh, oh yeah, Fenger's not that. Only if you see the difference on the pitch. If, yeah. if
2: if, if, yeah. it's if he's got his team playing under yeah. another manager. But then every other football fan will go, look what you wish for. Like, how does football yeah. do
1: on Saturday, or Sunday? You know, everyone does oh, it. I mean, but... you know, I've had that from Burnley fans. You know, the, yeah, the, yeah. you know, my son's a Burnley fan, and I met up with a few of them before the game, and, we're, you know, they're all going what are you hoping for next year? And I was going, just something different. Yeah, yeah, you know, that's exactly it. It's, yeah. it's, 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 You're right. You know, if we finish six next year, but actually we're doing things properly, we're not yeah. making defensive errors every day. Yeah, We've actually got a player in the centre of the park that, that's working up and down the pitch and putting in tackles. I'll yeah. be happy. Yeah. I really, really will, you know, and people quote me on that next year when I'm moaning about week six, but I, you know, I won't. be happy, but, but, I, but I will be yeah. deep week
3: six. There is no
1: type of football
3: that we'll play that will make you happy. But I know you.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, all right, you might. right. I've started <laughs> thinking big things. <laughs> As a minor point, to talk about Leicester City fans having a go. Basically, they were saying, um, I think they were singing. I was at the game and they were singing. Um, you stabbed in the back or something. And I just tweeted out, two words, Claudio Ranieri. Mm-hmm. It's like, you know, so yeah, yeah. We're, we're not the only ones, basically. Yeah. We're not that
0: bad. I mean, one, one thing which we've got to bear in mind, you know, the new manager's got to work with the team. We've got a World cut this summer. Now, let's say a lot of the players might make the quarterfinals and that will be around no, about it's not it's like it has been in the past there's not
2: actually that many players who so have to go to World the Cup partly a reflection on our team <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> right.
3: and the fact that uh, the one player that I think everyone you know it's so exciting to see what he does next season is all and he doesn't go to a World Cup
2: yeah yeah exactly yeah okay. yeah you know, who yeah. have we got? We've got a many, um, obviously Sanchez's gone, so he's got nothing to do with well, that. Well, Ozil. Ozil's not in the squad. Mustafi's not going to make the German squad, so... Oh, is that right? Yeah, yeah, because Koscielny's injured. Yeah. Jack Wilshere got dropped today. Yeah, he's not going to make the England so squad, so... It, it, not not like in the are past,
3: yeah. they should be all ready to Singapore. He's oh, not in the squad. not in the squad, So, actually, who...
1: Has Lacazette made it? I would imagine. Must have must have done.
0: It doesn't play. They've got embarrassment in Richard. It just doesn't play, got embarrassment riches, it just doesn't play yeah. then. I'm Having actually, said that, the forwards you don't need to worry about so much. You know, the the team is gonna be
1: it's a defensive, organised. organisation mostly, yeah, mostly yeah. worked
0: yeah. on in terms of Checks
3: Reti- Ospina goes, Czechs, I think it might only be four or five. Yeah. So it's not such a big issue. Mm. Um but the one you mentioned, the, the one that I think that you, know, you almost have to be talking to the managerial candidates at interview saying what would you do about this issue because mm-hmm. it's huge Is Meza Ozil oh. what do you do because you do, you do you say well look for better or worse he's signed up on a big long term contract so we build around him do you think you can do that as it, a, a you've got a structure that will work do you think you can motivate him or is it a bit like the Charlie Nicholas of Arsenal that wasn't a media has he got to be cleared out
2: 21st century Charlie Nicholas. no
3: but in, in some Graham, ways one of the ways yeah. that Graham demonstrated his authority over but that squad by, by moving yeah, out of playboy. Yeah, you know, him, the, the, yeah, the fancy yeah. boy You didn't deliver oh, it when yes, it mattered. Yeah. And it. You know, and they did do some things for him before getting there. And it's a terrible dilemma because I don't think that you've actually got an easy choice because we've given him so much wages basically because on the rebound we panicked and overpaid him when Sanchez went. And I'm not sure you'd be able to move him on. But that is, I think Ozil is going to hang like a shadow over the squad let's just hope the new manager can kind of extract something from it and yeah. get what he's worth but I fear you know he likes London he likes that big salary he's getting married and he's going to be coming back from a World Cup with Germany you know I hope I'm wrong but don't expect much from him next season mm-hmm.
2: and yeah yeah fair point I mean you're My thing with. I'm you are. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. I love I'm the, the, problem rich, really? is, you
3: know I do monger, but you also probably know I'm right, But the only thing about it is, it's like. Creative <laughs> players. It's <just> a post-Moss season ticket. Well, you've done that, whatever. Got your Patriot when it was Morrow and hilly Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. <laughs> a bit cheaper then. Who <laughs> <laughs> the players yeah. were the but Bertrand Jensen
0: scored a goal <laughs> yeah. for a week. I
3: But,
1: you know,
2: we a crowd, creative player maybe you can build a team around him and don't expect my to track back
1: well, well no, that's, my point. Yeah, yeah. that's my point yeah.
2: but you've only got a total field yeah, around here yeah, exactly. we yeah. haven't done that yet so why have half can... done it in a way don't you feel like? I mean there's been times when he has track back at the start of the season and really motivate then he just disappears doesn't he? And he he is a conundrum and maybe that is the baggage you get with a really yeah. really attacking creative midfielder who's who's who's, who's and then, who sees things differently than anyone else I and
3: if think. I keep it going because I don't want to see what you think about this you see him all the time but probably one of the players who's essential alongside Urzel given the issues is Ramsey yeah, all doing okay. all. Yeah. but that's almost number two on yeah. my list of questions to a potential new manager this guy's coming down to a final year do yeah. you think he'd re-sign for you but what would you do all of all of the messaging at the moment is that he's going to go. They won't let that fast that they had with kind of Sanchez and so on carry on. He's, pr- I think, he wants out. Um, but then, so, but I'd be asking the new manager almost to game plan these different scenarios and what he'd do because if you're stuck with Erzul and Ramsey's got, gone, you've
0: got a huge amount
2: of work to yeah, do. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. We've, we've got off offer Ramsey, if not parity, something near that. We, well, we just can't. Surgery. We haven't got the money there.
1: Not... Yeah, we ain't going to offer him But then, how much person.
2: would it cost to buy a new uh, your own place? Well, that's that's well.
0: Yeah. well, I mean, yeah. part of the theory between behind getting Mislin at him is that he could pick up the the caliber of player that Arsenal did in his early years on the cheap. You know, so you like, you know, the next Anelka. Yeah, it is. You know, <coughs> bought the Greek centre back for five million. Who's Uvam- We don't know, but you know, yeah. looks to be a defender in there. Yeah, yeah. yeah I've so, got the right attitude, has yeah. not it? Yeah, it yeah. You got that, that, that
1: attitude that, that we remember from yeah, the, very green. Yeah, I think, yeah, exactly. Absolutely.
2: had a really good debut at Man United. Tony
1: Adams. Tony Adams was green when he first got in. He scored a
0: goal. His
2: debut at
1: Sunderland, yeah, twenty-one, 17, seventeen, eighteen. But you're dreaming of not coming six.
0: Now it's interesting that the club have dispensed with. A lot of Arsons, what I will call acolytes in terms of the background staff, they've made offers to Bold and Layman to remain or they're under contract and they've been asked to con- continue.
3: I think that might be slightly overdoing it. I think their situations might still be being left for a new manager to arrive and settle, but maybe it's the same thing.
0: Right, OK. I'm just thinking, what is the thinking from the board? Do they... Do they understand, perhaps, that these guys haven't been able to do the work they can?
3: Well, I, I mean, I did. I heard today, and this disappointed me, that the way Arsenal have handled the departures of these guys hasn't really been very fitting. You know, it's been done by HR. I think if you've been at a club twenty-two, twenty-three years, you know, Ivan Gazidis ought to at least give you a chat and thank you for your service and face, face up to it. But on the other hand, I wouldn't feel that. This might look like a, a sort of mass clear out, but actually, you know, everyone's hung around for a long time. So, you know, if one of these had left each season over the last five seasons, you wouldn't have even commented, and some of them, you, names you barely know. I don't think there's that it's that surprising or that much of a change. Like you say, Aston went on for a long, long time, got very comfortable with staff around him, and this is a time to, you know, to to freshen up. It's a continuation of bringing other people in. So, I don't. Don't worry too much about, the, you know, what's going on other than I think they're bringing in people who are 10, 15, 20 years younger, fresher with ideas, new ideas, new ways I mean, Arsenal said
1: himself, didn't he, like, you know, when he arrived, there was, you know, we were a football club with 80 people and now we're a business yeah, with 700, sure, yeah. you know, so as you say, like, five people leaving in, in, a, in a short space of time, especially when we're on a seasonal business, you know, it's rare that you get, you'd get rid of five people in, in February or something, isn't it? you know, but it's... Five people leaving in a year is is, is nothing yeah. in, a, in a business of our size. Yeah. The fact it's five people that are in uh, footballing key positions, shall we say? Then, yeah. then you know, maybe that makes it more. <coughs> that's why it's more of a story, but it's not really. Yeah, I, I just was I completely
2: agreeing. Purely in football terms, not one of those players, uh, one, one of those backroom staff can complain about having a broad deal in terms of um, being released because they've had a fair crack at the whip have been with Wenger and they've done whatever they need to do, and it hasn't ultimately been that successful. And obviously, a new man coming in will want potentially his own staff in certain positions. So, yeah, I, what like you say, apart from the HR issue, I don't think any of those pl- people can ever. No, and they'll be yeah. getting, they're almost
3: certainly getting a, a sort of a year out of yeah. it because they were all yeah. on these contracts that followed us, and just yeah, like absolutely. of course, and I don't begrudge. Arsene Wenger at all he signed a contract he's yeah. quite right to yeah. expect it to be paid but let's not be around the bush at this kind of like oh love the club mm. that kind of thing he's an employee and yeah. he's going to get paid his final year and it's going to have an impact on Arsenal's ability to sign and retain new players but that's not his fault the contract was signed he's got every right to take his take his money for yeah. that if you've got a a particularly big grumble about that grumble about the people who gave him the contract absolutely
0: well, what do you think um I mean, Josh Kroenke was over for three months reputedly running the rule over the operation. Um, is he going to have more influence?
2: I, I did a piece in the Gazette today, actually, online. Um, obviously, yeah, we, we sort of topped it with, um, you know, Bookie suspending um, bets on Arteta, and I, I sort of you know, talked about Kroenke and his American dealings and, and Josh Kroenke as well. Kroenke is not afraid to make a decision that will bring in a young man I, I was looking i did a bit of research and investigation into um the the, the rams and um everyone knows i mean it's it's sean um, mcavoy he was 31 years old when he was brought into the la rams in january 2017 after that club underachieved for a while <coughs> um he was voted best coach in um, in american football last season uh, yeah the season just gone in 2018 Cronkite is 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 quite happy to do that he's it, it, yeah, everyone sort of portrays him as he doesn't care and all that. And I, I don't think he cares to a certain extent, but when he will make a decision, when he does make a decision, he doesn't care what people think about the decision. He'll do what he thinks best, basically. And I was sort of reading you know, articles from the Denver Post and things like that. And ironically, the, the thing that Cronky does care about is empty seats. Because he doesn't want all the corporate, all the advertising, all the TV, all that sort of stuff to reflect badly on his Organisation basically, so ironically, it was every seat he did for Venger more than anything else.
0: Surely, it was the finances. Finances are a sort of byproduct that well, as well. Kind of really? same thing. Yeah, exactly. It yeah.
1: was one, it's well, they? Yeah. they paid for seats, most of them. They are, Billy, no, will they? No well, one buys anything. At no,
2: nice. but, <laughs> no, but what, Has Is anyone it? actually bought any
3: food? Mm-hmm. I think <laughs>
1: it's, it's
3: all, it all spins off each other, doesn't mm. it? So the seats are empty because the performances aren't very good, which means you're finishing lower in the league, which means you get less prize money in the league, you play in the competitions, yeah. there's less broadcast income, which means you don't get the bonuses it, on the Champions it, it, League. So I think people, yeah. people overly focus on like, one element. People say, oh, it was the empty seats that did for Arsene Wenger. No, it wasn't, it was the results. Yeah. What did for Arsene Wenger was the team wasn't getting the result. Not but
1: getting the empty results. Seats are, you know, they're Byproduct yeah, of the
3: yeah, results. They're yeah. you of the results. There's no empty seats so up at Liverpool yeah, at the moment. Yeah. So or, it's a
2: line that or, reflects everything that goes on, basically. But yeah. the empty seats were almost, from what I've sort of read about it, was, was the killer because he doesn't want empty seats. And obviously, they, there is so much more to do with that as well. But Kroenke will. He, if he thinks Arte is right for the job.
1: He will, he will absolutely will absolutely. which Cronky are we talking about? Sorry, Stan Cronky. Yeah. But, but Josh
2: Cronkey, yeah, going back to Josh Cronkey. I read up on him as well. He, he's obviously becoming a lot more sort of influential in the club, and he, he had a rented property over the winter to sort of learn more about the club and stuff, and he was at the University of Missouri. He did a basketball scholarship. He's been at Lehman Brothers. He's done various bits of the National um, Baseball sort of Association in America. He is apparently a really, really good guy. He's really humble. The quote I saw in the Denver Post today was, um, he's just like you and me, but he's got more sports franchises. Much as I hate the word, hate well, I've the word met sports him. franchises, I, that, I thought that was really good Have you met him, have you? Yeah. And what, what was he like?
3: Very, very deferential to his dad. It was a while ago. Let's not beat around. I mean, you know. I, nice Where guy. To meet you? No, I met him. Um, we're talking like, this was... This is, a, this is a long time ago. There was a time when the Arsenal board said, we don't want your sort. Yeah, absolutely. And he wasn't yeah, yeah, on the board, yeah. and yet he was talking to the Arsenal yeah. Supporters Trust well, talking to me. And I met Quonky I met Senior several times. Where did you meet John um, home? With, with his dad. Oh, it was down at, they always stay in um, Claridge's. Okay. So it was in the most amazing suite in Claridge's. Okay, what probably, was he like as a £4, person? £4,000 a night. He didn't have a lot to say, but let's, let's first of all, I mean, I think he's a very average businessman. Thinker. he's only in that role I mean you know, when, how did he get appointed to Arsenal's board that was a thorough recruitment search wasn't it <laughs> oh no, yeah they, they looked <laughs> <over laughs> high <didn't> um, <laughs> and low and, and you know his sport is basketball he knew nothing about football yeah. I'd worked out his sport was basketball so I looked up something about the Nuggets and he, he came to life like if I talked to you about what do you think of this promising young left back Arsenal got and you sort of j- jump it back he's clearly spent a lot more time in the business since then Everything I know about what is going on at Arsenal at the moment is that the Cronkies aren't that involved. The big decision that they had to buy into was that Wenger went. And and they obviously had to give that the tip. This recruitment is being done by Gazidis with the two new people that came in. Now, of course, when you're the chief exec, you might want to impress your bosses or act in a way that you know they'll go with and you know that they're quite happy to go with a young coach because of what they've done in their other franchises, so it makes you bolder there. But I can tell you there's far, more, there's far more straightforward reasons of why Arsenal are looking at the type of manager they are at the moment than the cronky philosophy, and it's these. First of all, Arsenal don't have very much money to spend. So the manager they're going to go for you can't afford to be spending £10-15 compensation to get a manager out of the club and then spend it on his wages and then double up on Arsenal. Wenger. You really can't. These, these stories about what Arsenal have to spend are correct. You look at the budgets, you look at what Simon for the AST produces. So they've got a budgetary pressure. They could break the bank on an Allegri, but Allegri would arrive and be told you've got a budget of about £25 million left to spend by the time they'd spent that money. So I think that's a big factor. But another factor is Arsenal have actually, now, and I think led by Gazidis, but have put in place a management structure which doesn't particularly suit a big beast. It suits a coach coming in to work alongside a director of football and the scout. And I think Arsenal did their big transfer dealings in January. I wouldn't be surprised, you know, a lot of the decisions being taken now about contracts and who's going where are being taken. Not sure you'll see our next coach manager who'll be part of a voice in that decision making, but he won't do the buying and selling or have a final decision. They'll never let someone be in the decision again where a manager says, yeah, stick one quid on that £40 million bid. That will, that, that will never happen again. Um, and, and then Gordon's the third, and the then the third reason, a third reason, and this is definitely going to make you probably go away on about but last but Arsenal have also got to realise that they're not the hottest property at the moment <laughs> to go to a manager nonsense and I know you, nonsense. Would, you would crawl over broken glass a- absolutely. here but if you absolutely but if you are one of Europe's top managers you are one of your
2: top clubs one of the world's top clubs
3: they, they, they
2: people are, will there's, there's a list as long as your are on but I'm not sure Seriously, you sure are the point, Arsenal we're the Arsenal no one would ever turn look, down look, Arsenal Football at, Club
0: Arsenal's record in Europe who cares, going who cares, back. Who cares? Maybe people. a manager who wants some profile. Arsenal are the, at the one of the table. biggest clubs in the world. With the Arsenal
2: that counts I for think, so much. I
3: think we could have. You're almost, not a manager almost, worth almost, salt
2: if you ever turned down Arsenal, well, so, and no one ever would. So you, well, Alex well, Ferguson did. Yeah, it was Alex Ferguson? He's Man
0: United. Why would he go to Arsenal? So
2: he,
3: about he, he was <laughs> <always, laughs> offered. He's Man United. Hang on, he, on he hang he on,
0: hang on. Arsenal, he? he was offered the job before George Graham. Was he though? I can't he even is. remember that.
3: Yeah. Well, he's 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 not, yes. no, but that's your interesting point here, Lake. There were what? There were, I don't know at the moment. Somewhere between sort of well, no, 10, he wasn't. ten or twelve. He wasn't. There were about ten clubs. He, when, when, when he was. Happened? What happened? When, when was that? 86. Tell me when that was. 80, was.
2: 86. So when in eighty six. So Don Howe left in March eighty six.
0: Because he, we tapped up he
2: to he the job. And obviously we brought in... Yeah, Stuart Bowen's a bit. We brought
0: George Groyman in May 8th. Uh, so when was this magical no, no. Fergie offer then? Of it was before George and the reason... Where, when before George, seriously? Well, just. A couple I've of weeks. The time, just so before, we offered of Yeah, it's in his, he his book. He was first choice. It's in his book about... Of course it part. would be. Of course right, it would be. It? It's
3: in Aberdeen. But let's it's come really back to where really. we are now. Because I think almost any manager in the world, of course, would take Arsenal. Except for... One of the big beasts, who might have been at one of the clubs that does very well in the Champions League every year, actually gets in it and does well in it and I'm not sure an Allegri automatically you know four times in a row with Juventus the squad he's got there looks at Arsenal and goes you know you might just about persuade him with a huge cheque and a big house in Hampstead but he's not going to be but he's going to think hard about taking on that Arsenal squad and the financial issues similarly someone like an Enrique who's like no I think I can get more money and to spend elsewhere coming out of Barcelona so I think you put those factors together it's not the mm. easiest gig at Arsenal there's not a lot of money to spend and there's a management structure they want to put you're into add all of that together, and that leads you to a Vieira or an Arteta, not an Allegre or an Enrique. I think
1: a bit of it, we're damaged as well by what happened at Man United after Ferguson because everyone's going to draw those comparisons. And, and like you said earlier, Lace, like, you know, maybe, maybe it's going to be the next manager after, the, after this next one yeah. who, will, who will reap the benefits. Yeah. And, you know, a lot of them will probably look at that and go, God, yeah, no, I've got to untangle the 22 years of Arsene Wenger there with his claws in the club, with his finger in every single pie. I've got to undo that. Yeah, maybe I'll wait a year. But, but you've because got to they will get they'll stable. get somebody else in. Yeah, but, but, you've but got all but, these that, revenue streams on set. You know, all the top, managers, the all top managers have got that. You've got that. a great squad. All the top Just managers have got that allegri has got that, you know. You've got Zidane's got it. Zidane's probably going to get sacked after three consecutive Premier League yeah, no, Champions League. Like Zidane. You, you know, know, but you're going to have all these. You know, so I, I get I, I get both your points. You know, I'd love to be with you later. <laughs> and say no one will ever turn after that. But the realist is Tim, who says we're not. We haven't got our pick of everyone. We just haven't. But uh, we could and, and have got out I mean,
2: and we could have got clocked we could,
1: well. Yeah, we could have done, but we're well, not going to get them could now. We have, no, not, we're not going to now, now, now actually, But why, now. why not? You just tell me no one would turn because them because down. Because they're quite happy where they are. So people will turn us down. They'll change yeah, the team. Well,
2: no, <laughs> nonsense. <laughs> well, why would we... But it's we, true. No, how can we prize a Champions League... I'm going to give you a
0: couple of names, just to throw a bit of whatever it is into the... Unai Emery. Mm. Harris Saint available he's
1: got a good record in the Europa League yeah <laughs> <laughs> you know, I've
2: been impressed with the PSG sort of games and it's not particularly impressive he's obviously done well the
0: field but no, no I'm going to give you another one then Antonio Conte
1: yeah, that, right. that's quite left field but no no, he, he was in my top three I talked, he, he I did well for Chelsea well when he won so. the league
2: and he, Chelsea's such a political club that he's obviously suffered and he just wants to be sacked to pick up his conversation to go somewhere else basically well, what, what I would like, I like to do. I, I, I like Conte yeah, I Conte, Conte, Conte well.
1: organised the Chelsea defence didn't he yeah. and what do we want more than anything is to someone come in and organise Yeah, that
2: yeah. it was that 3-0 when were
1: we beating 3-0 yeah. in like the, like late September and he basically
2: come in and he
1: to, to wait until September he knows <laughs> what but
2: they played forward at the back and he wasn't going to come and go, do you know what? I, I play three at the back, this is what we're gonna do. He waited till there was a defeat and we absolutely walloped in that the day, didn't we? Free nil, it could have been a lot worse. And he literally went in the Monday morning and goes, Do you know what lads, well you could done it your way now, we'll go free at the back. And they blew everyone away. Yeah, he's a good coach, absolutely. I
3: would like us to pair up an experienced older head with one of these young coaching yeah. talents. Ancelotti but it won't happen. So. Well, the one, it could have been like Ancelotti that. In the other one that I think would work really well is Benitez, and one of the young ones. That incredibly good manager. And actually, the job he's done on the resources and the politics at Newcastle is superb. He knows how to organise a team and get a result. And I, you know, it, but it could be a Conte. But one of that, an Ancelotti, a Benitez... Uh, a Conte and then pick is it Vieira or Arteta but bring one of them in as kind of first team coach for the succession yeah. planning but no, no chance because Arsenal haven't got the yeah, money yeah. pay two but,
2: but then you go back to the point about it is a coach structure now It's not they're not looking for a manager they're looking for a coach and yeah. What does a coach do? Well, he well, basically yeah. coaches side So, and
3: Ivan Gazidis has just like expanded his office at Colney. He doesn't, I'll, have, I'll, 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 you know, he says or Conte. On that, he gets sent back to Ivy Health. <laughs> let me, think. let me,
0: <laughs> let me at least get some <laughs> listener contributions in. Um, where was the one about uh, Gazidis? Is it, uh, is it all about him? Uh, well, yeah, you saw these on Twitter, didn't you? Yeah, i yeah. um, Well, I'll, re- I'll read a few out anyway, just because I need to cover these, so these guys are mentioned. We've covered this, but Emilio Zorlacki said, Is this all about Gazidis' ego? Moving office to Colney and his farcical stage-managed and pointless press conference at 5pm on that Friday. We've covered that, Emilio, but many thanks for that. Simon Rose, a contributor... Laguna, he asks Will fans unite behind any manager than Allegri? Brackets, Arteta is hardly an innocent passer-by in fancy dress. He knows the club and could be great. Who knows? Um, Will the fans unite? I mean, I think Tim's covered this by saying if he gets a couple of results,
3: they will. And also, I don't think that the manager like we also covered, the manager is not the totemic figure like Wenger became well so I think if things go wrong yes it will turn on the board and Cazidis yeah. much more because actually in the past it was almost about were the board right or wrong to leave Wenger alone whereas now this is the catalyst to change this is like yeah. beating his chest look at me at five o'clock on a Friday moving into Colney hiring my, you know is he going to be called the director of football you know, are they arranging the letters on the door now because <laughs> he had some stupid title like You know,
0: football relations relations or something, because because Arsenal, didn't
3: like the title. But you know, I think I think it will settle in around. You know, things don't go well, then it's going to get very difficult for um, Gazidis and the board.
0: Well, uh, Noah Emereb emails: If media reports are to be believed, we are getting Arteta as our manager. I obviously don't want him to fail, but if he does, should Gazidis' position be under threat? Big fan of the podcast. Keep up the good work. So thanks
1: for that. Gazidis' position on the do you Do you think there's any chance of that? I don't know. I can't see it. I mean, I remember... I, remember, and I probably talked to someone on maybe a podcast last year about it. I mean, I've stopped going to the fans forward now, partly, partly because I feel it's a waste of time. But I remember going um, to one towards the end of last season in April. And that was that was the one where Gazidis came out with the Catalyst for Change mm-hmm. quote, which was widely banded around all season, really. Um... And I remember thinking then, there's no way Gazidis and Venga were both going to be at the club in August 2017. Um, and you know, from from what I what I read, and I'm not saying I believe this, but I can imagine it. Um, you know, that Venga wasn't going to get offered a new contract. So picked up the phone to Stan and said, "Give me a new contract, Stan." Well, on the FA Cup win, and, yeah, yeah one back yeah. and Stan, Stan, not sure and told you know, Ivan to what to do, and I, I then thought that Ivan would go. Um, and so I was surprised he didn't. But he, you know, what he's then done is put in, put in place the structure that we've got now. I think be, I think he's got a bit of a stay of execution. It's been
3: so dysfunctional this year, Mike, which uh, adds, well, adds to well, the well, results. which it's... might not be wrong, but just and Vega have barely been on speaking terms all not season. surprising. He's built yeah. his new team. The transfers that went on in the, in January had hardly any value. Yeah, I wrote about that. As well. into, yeah. it, into, yeah, it, into it at all. So in a way, you know, behind the scenes, it's been like warfare. But they have also been building towards this new structure, and it's very much in Gazidis's making. Now, whether or not, I mean, chief execs tend to get away with this you know, a lot more than maybe they should, so you can't make that call. But I definitely think he's got to be a lot more accountable now.
1: Yeah, he will, but I think, I think you know, he'll, he'll, he's got, most chief execs will get given a, year, a one error, won't they? One managerial error. Yeah foot uh, in football. You know, if he if he so I think <coughs> if he gets the next one wrong or it goes badly, whatever you know, wrong right or wrong it's gonna be hard to say, but if it go, doesn't go well, yeah, I think he'll probably get given another chance. Yeah. Unless, he goes so. really badly. Yeah. Unless, Unless it goes what, really bad. Yeah, again. Yeah, yeah. Right? yeah exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly yeah. No, that he, that would yeah.
3: that word yeah, where, exactly they, right? they can't even where do they find the Credits to stick us on that season ticket, you know, <laughs> to force us to play the games that no one wants to go to. Um, that, no, coming 8th is like meltdown. But, but, <laughs> but you'd um, like, you
2: would, on the flip side of it, you would like to think fans would just be like, you know, it's our team, I'm going to watch my team. Well, yeah, I, I'm lot, not going to it. There might be, games. Games. No they
3: big, stop coming. There'd be a lot less of it to watch.
0: As in what? We've come 8th. No, you, no, no, you no, 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 you're a
1: big No, you're a pick-up. It's, it's not well.
2: just when winning the League Cup then. <laughs> 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 then I'm on the
1: season. <laughs> good point. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah.
2: I mean, yeah. No, you know, I don't know. I just don't understand. Why can't people just support their team? Why can't why? they go... Do you know what? we win so awesome. or not, I'm say, yeah, I am sometimes. No, I've got been. a pair of green gazelles on, so yeah, mm. yeah, I suppose it must be. But why can't people just support their team? Why can't they just say, do you know what? I'm going to go every week. I'm going to catch up with my pals. I'm going to go to the pub, have a few beers, cheer for 90 minutes... Whatever happens, happens. Because Go the nature
0: then, of a football team... I suppose supporter. it's not 1986 anymore, is it? Yeah, so, yeah. 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 Um, I'll take it all back, yeah. I'm, I'm going to put this one in now by Michael Nickel. Who would you? Who would be your first new summer player signing and why? How long's a piece
2: of string? You need a okay. keeper, you need a centre-half, you need a defensive midfielder. Because I always said about Granit he falls between well, three stones, basically. He's not creative enough... To be a creative midfielder in the mould of um, Ozil, although not many people are. He's not box-to-box enough. He's not dynamic enough to be a box-to-box midfielder so to, influence a, to influence a game. And he's not disciplined enough to be an N'Golo Kante. So, great. He takes corners and free kicks. Good luck to him. £35 million. Whoever signed that off, well done. So we need a defensive midfielder. But I would break the bank on Oblak, the, the, the Athletic of Madrid. £100 I know, million. I, just pick a figure. I've no idea, but
0: that's
2: his buyout clause. Is it though? It, really? I mean, apparently, yeah. There's so many rumours going <laughs> around. Exactly. It. Entire entire to twice over. If we had a keeper who could save us 10, 12 points a season, we don't we'd we'd be twenty-five but <laughs> points. A season, we'd we'd yeah. But, but way, way. I'm so fed up. As, as a fan, obviously, a journalist, I'm completely impartial in the press box. But as a fan of Arsenal Football Club, having watched them for thirty-five years odd, when we play against a big side, we always fucking lose. Because we can't defend that Man United game, that three-one. Yeah, we just fell apart. Was... So, a so keeper's
1: not necessarily going to stop that.
2: Oh, but but did you see, checking and Mustafi against West Ham. I well, know, but but, just... but you need to defend. You know, but if you have the a world-class keeper, about a shot. yeah, you'd like to think your world-class keeper and, and a coach who can drill the back line. That keeper can need... then interact with the defence. Do... I, I agree. With you. I think we do we need, need the a goalkeeper as well. Well, mine, we would, need a goalkeeper, mine yeah. would be, but it's, you know, I think
3: yours is. You know, it's fantasy. Transfers and yours probably was the amount of money. Mine is fantasy because of where I want him to come from. But um, Toby divide is available <laughs> in transfer. Yeah, he's uh, sure. I, I agree. But, yeah. But if, I think if, if, he'd, he'd want to come, but you know, Spurs will but not. they've only got a year left or whatever so they've got they, they, they will do anything well, they Wilson can Campbell, David
0: Dean I would have done it <laughs> the only way he's coming is in the summer of 2019
3: <laughs> I mean I've mean, been he hello Mr. Levy I'd like to be but, like swatting mean,
1: away wouldn't he? <laughs> he he's got I'm back page of the standards today was about that because he's been linked with Man United but he's got two years left on his contract mm. but he's got a get out clause next year that he, they would accept 25 million for him in a oh, year's time according okay. to the standard. So, um, fair um, Don't disagree, but you know, just to throw one in that, that's maybe a tad more realistic. Uh, but, uh, Harry Maguire. Very that's good a player. player. Yeah. I think right he's, re- he's really impressed me. He impressed me when he was at home, yeah. I thought we should have bought yeah. him last year. Um, yeah. And I, I call, know my, my mate, Mr Slaughter, will have backed me up on this one. <laughs> we both talked about him about a year ago. And um, I, just think, I just think he's a proper defender. I don't think he needs coaching. He knows how to defend. Yeah. But... Has an extra advantage. Don't know how far half an hour now at a ping ball as well. He can yeah. play a forty-yard pass as good as Zach again. Yeah, he's got good technique, isn't he? Yeah, he's, yeah. A, he's a good player. I like him. Yeah. And uh, but but we could have had him for what fifteen million last year. But we could have I had me, me, family, me, I reckon <laughs> you're looking at least double that now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. He's yeah. had a good year, and you'll be an England <laughs> yeah, um
0: Right. I'm just going to run through. I'm just going to read these questions out, and then we can discuss about anything we want. But I just want to name check these people. Highbury Librarian, aside from their individual qualities, do Chambers and Mavrapanos fit well together as a centre back partnership? Um, Can I say, Highbury, Highbury Librarian does really good tweets. I he really does. It, yeah. He does, no question about it. Up, uh, I think, have I done Joe Gagliardi? Do no, Joe Gagliardi, does replacing Wenger with a former Arsenal player, Arteta, Arteta or Vieira, give Gazidis and the board more power? Than hiring an established manager, are they looking for someone to mould into their ideal manager? I think we've covered that, more or less. Jonathan Houseman, are the owners showing us exactly the ambition they don't have by giving this job to Arteta? Never managed a game in his life, and is that really the best we could do? Everton don't even want him. Um, Gosh. Peter Squire, what in terms of on-field performance do you think represents success for the new manager, head coach, next season? Well, we said that fourth place. Definitely covered that. And uh, Robert Gregory, uh, the hope or expectations for next season? We all know there will be a new manager. What does the panel hope expect as the bare minimum? A notable defensive improvement, a notable defensive improvement allied to a return to the top four, a notable defensive improvement allied to a top four place and or winning the Europa League. I think uh, the second one is the minimum, and Europa League will be a nice bonus, but we have definitely covered that. So, gentlemen, do you, what would your feeling be if Arteta was named as the next manager?
2: I've got to so I interviewed him through the Guna at London Colney, and um, he was a very, he came across as a very considered, very articulate, very thoughtful Man, basically. and He, he had deep principles. He had, he, he had a real respect and knowledge of Arsenal Football Club. He's obviously gone away and enhanced that through spending time with Pep Guardiola and his ethos as well. Obviously, people are going to go, yeah, he's, he's not been a manager anyway. And that is the big question, basically. But it's a coach, as, as, as the guy said. And it's like, that's different from being a manager.
0: And if but what, th- it, what, what it, in terms of inspiration, in terms of motivating players... Is there a difference between being what, what, the captain, what, but what do you mean by being you know, a manager? Do you mean
2: by a, a, a coach who can, you know, sort of relay his principles, get the team organised, get the defence solid, get the attackers going, or are you talking about someone who's charismatic who can go in and, and have this sort of ready-bred glow around him that
0: will inspire well, people? I, well, with? I'll put it to you like this: the art of the modern manager is the ability to motivate millionaires. Now. Can you do that? If you couldn't do it as a captain, can you do it as a manager?
1: That's a I, think I, I think that's the challenge. Isn't it? I mean, yeah. that, you know, the, 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 There's two major failures for me for, that we've seen over more years than I care to think about right now. <laughs> the defence, we've already talked about. We need someone to come in and drill the defence, organise and put in some proper defenders. Harry Maguire again. But motivation. To go out there against Brighton, against West Brom, against All the teams that we've struggled to beat this season in the bottom half and get your your millionaire players, your £350,000 a week midfielder, turning up and putting in a performance that the fans can watch and be proud of. Win or lose. Sometimes I I, I try and separate that because I think I used to be able to do that back in the 80s. You know, you just come away from me going, oh, we played well. I got hammered free now. We did all right. You know, but there's too many times when you come away going, we were fucking shambles. We were shocking. They know it. And you've got to lay that at the manager's door. He's not motivated. He's not prepared the players to go out on the pitch and, and be rat right up for it from the minute, first minute. And I do worry that that might be an issue with Arteta. But just, just. Thinking back, and, I, and I, I meant to do this last night and I forgot, I was going to read what I wrote in the editorial after Dengar was appointed to see what my reaction oh, was well, to that. Good, yeah. And I have to say, I'm not sure it would have been a greater difference than, it, than if we appoint Arteta. <laughs> I probably was disappointed at the time that it wasn't someone I'd ever heard of before. At least I've heard of Arteta.
0: <laughs> to return to Fish Pie Gooner, he did also tweet... Do fans who criticise Arsenal for seriously considering Arteta need to be reminded that Bertie Mee had also never managed a game in his life, or played one for that matter, but paired with the right coach won the club's first trophies in 17 years. In fact, I think that is a distinction. Don Howe was his coach. Mm. Effectively, the first team manager now... Is probably going to be the combination of those two roles. But,
2: I mean, obviously, people haven't said like, Bowles not left the club. What, what's Bowles' role going to be in this? If Arteta comes back and Arteta utilises Bold as the way we th- all think that Bowles can can be used as a defensive coach, mm. that could be the the sort of Don Howe, but yes. me sort of combination. A really, Bowles being the Don Howell. No,
3: well, not given I think, that I, think I think last. Well, well, yeah, I think allowed I, to I, this yeah, well. but,
1: but but I think if he, if he was anything. Worth having as a coach, he would have, he he would have done something, yeah. or he would have walked. Yeah, um, yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. yeah no, get, get key owning. He did a good job for six yeah, months. Yeah, well, and no, I? I
3: heard, I've heard, yeah, others talk really passionately. I think Lee Dixon is superb when he talks about how oh, Arsenal do and don't. Defend on what could go on. On the Arteta thing, I think I think I'd be perfectly fine with it it doesn't have me jumping up and down and, and, and I think if everyone's honest it doesn't, we can all see the rationale for it but it might be, well that's the best that's out there, let's give him a go and I thought we'd support him but it doesn't have that, if a couple of years ago they'd have been bold and said right, you're out, it's Klopp or a couple of years yeah. earlier they'd have been bold yeah. and said right, you're out, Guardiola, we'd have been rubbing yeah. oh, our hands, excited, yeah. bouncing I think Arteta, you kind of get yeah, in the round, you know you know, there's probably no really big beast out there that we can get or who would want to come to us, so we've got to drop to the kind of second level, and he's at the top of the
0: second level for me. Let's see how he gets on. Oh, but oh, I,
1: I think he's probably at the top of the third level, if I'm honest.
3: Yeah,
0: yeah, no, no, no. He must have developed some kind of reputation he's to be considered.
1: obviously he's what, got what, some what, what, reputation, I'd, I'd like him to have managed somewhere. Yeah, that's, yeah, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's I, I think that's the thing. And I
3: think, mean, you know, the game is not the game in 1971. Like, <laughs> the game is not even the game when Arsen joined. You know, it has changed. It's a lot more concentrated with wealth and experience at the top. And it's definitely, for a manager that's never, never... Has to take a press conference after a game as the manager, which is a huge skill in itself, yeah. learning how to play all you awkward buggers <laughs> and the messages that you want to come out and how that fits. How you, training, man. How you react- training. I know, but nothing is training like doing it. Yeah, and yeah. he's gonna to have to do it but fifty he, times next yeah. year in front of the but camera. Calm, personally and and, about, yeah, and, and all problem. of that. And then he's never actually he's never done any of it. Like it is a you know and I think, you know, you know, for me, I think a week ago I was much more hoping it would be Vieira, but that's probably the heart talking about. You know, what a great player he was in a great team, and that doesn't necessarily translate to being the better manager out of the two. But I think there was just something more emotional in me about Vieira than Arteta. I think you're right. I mean, I, yeah.
1: I you know, I'd, I'd agree with you. If you put Vieira and Arteta, I think nine, nine out of ten yeah. people would go Vieira, wouldn't they? Yeah. But that is that is heart talking. Vieira's, you know, he's managed the game in New York. You know. Yeah, Ooh, I'm not sure that really counts. <laughs> I yeah, like, yeah. Sorry, American viewers. Yeah, you, here, but, yeah, you, uh, could, yeah. you could argue that a
3: you, a coming alongside Pep, has been more than a few years managing in, it was not years, but a few games managing in New York. I take that, but I think there's probably, you know, Leif is going to think that Allegri <laughs> is going to walk over broken glass <laughs> and come to Arsenal, but he's probably the only realistic big beast out there. And I'm not sure that a mixture of the money Arsenal have got and what he'd expect will get him. And I think you are actually looking at the likes of Arteta. And yeah, fine, let's get on with it. Let's get be excited and let's support Teta Yeah, uh, in, in August. But we're, kind of, we're saying that more like because we know we should rather than there being a great sort of <laughs> I, burning desire yeah, for yeah, Arteta.
2: Yeah. Either way, they've got to appoint someone over the next couple of weeks before the World Cup because they cannot leave it during the World Cup.
0: Well, no, no, the, the point that, but, being, Leith... The manager is not responsible. No, no, but for the you transfers. want to get in
2: there as soon as possible, just to well, get pre-season. in there. There's
3: no one there.
2: Pre-season starts. No, so at the end of we should June. have him on the 8th of July or wherever it is, and no, just I, no, I tend to agree, but I, t- Honestly, I do. I I've do got think. a week's holiday at the end of May. I'm really, I know they're going to appoint him in that week, and I'm going to have to rush back. But uh, now you know, I, I, no. the sooner the better. I, I just to
3: go. Too. Look, well, there you go. Get get you But I actually think that they will want to do it quite soon because they want to go on holiday. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously,
0: because as you know, in the big... When <laughs> <community, laughs> you think going on, the, well, in the going
3: on? Well, it's supposed to, well, because he hangs around in an FA committee or two, but actually, Ganella, all the team and the commercial people, all that work that would be done on the videos and the promotion of it, an awful lot of them take four or five weeks in June yeah. off, because yeah. they know there's nothing going yeah. on before yeah. the big sort. So I'm sure so so I, yeah. I would be amazed if it's not announced by the end of next week. It's got to be, got to be.
0: OK, well, we've been chatting for over an hour, so I'm going to wrap it up there. Interesting summer ahead, no question at all. We well, haven't asked your views yet, though, Kev. What do you I think? I am the host. It's, host, it? well, well, I don't it's, it's not that hard. It's happened, Kevin yeah. Richard. he have got to have an opinion. Well, I think... You've got an Yeah, yeah, right, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Arteta would be <laughs> underwhelming. Right. Who would you have? Uh, well, you want Fantasy Island yeah. or Fantasy Reality? Fantasy Island first. Fantasy Island, Simeone. OK. Not um, too volatile. That's no, what we need. no, it's exactly <laughs> what we exactly. need there. Uh, can you imagine that would be the one thing that would get that bloody Emirates Stadium rocking? <laughs> it, was, it would be an earthquake, wouldn't it? would be, be proper. One nil <laughs> to the other. You, 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 <laughs> you, you could send him off a touchline, he'd still be doing his <laughs> yeah. thing for the director's box. <laughs> he he really was, really was really. when Alessico yeah. were playing yeah, yeah, here. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I couldn't oh, take quite. my eyes off the guy. Um, so, anyway, that's that. Um,
1: <laughs> so, what, what, what was the non-fantasy yeah. one? Well, well, well uh,
0: uh, well I, I, I've heard that Allegri is a bit of a gambler and would actually I think he feels that he's done it at Juventus needs talent and he'd mm. quite fancy just really showing how good he could be and there's no better place to do that in the Premier League, given the current situation. Uh, that, that would be the hope, or what you'd get him on. Yeah, yeah, completely
3: agree.
0: So that's my opinion for what it's <laughs> worth. There's, there are no more matches this season. No requirement to plug the end-of-season issue of The Gooner, although it can be bought online through our website store, if you still want it. Subscriptions are still open for our six editions next season, which will rise to 64 pages per issue. These, <coughs> I'm sorry about that. These can also be bought through our website store. Simply search for the subscriptions page. Okay, can I just stop you there? Just a quick
2: line, just to say huge well done to yourself. for your too nice to blow you Mike, everyone, Tim, everyone for getting behind to save the Gooner the other week. Yes. It, absolutely fantastic effort from every fan and everyone behind it. And. Everyone associated with it, and everyone who's ever read it, well done. Absolutely. you've outlasted us awesome and things. <laughs> well,
0: I must say, I wasn't thinking that a year ago. Weird. How things work out. Um, as usual, a reminder that you can contact us regarding anything to do with the podcast via Twitter at Goonapodcast, email goonapodcast at gmail.com, and many thanks to the questions and topics submitted for today. I think I mentioned everybody, although I will just mention Charles, cherry who had a question held over from last month, which has kind of now slipped into meaningless territory because Arsenal has departed. So sorry about that. Events overtook us. With that, it is goodbye from Mike. Goodbye, farewell. Tim. Tinacism. And Laith. Cheers. We will be back in August once the season's kicked off. Until then, enjoy the summer, the World Cup, and the ins and outs at Arsenal Football Club. This is your host, Kevin Witcher. Saying goodbye and thanks for listening. La di da di da, la di da di dee All good
1: friends and jolly
0: good company. Well, hey.